from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Leonetti in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m. and 94.5 f.m. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today. We've got a great show here on this Tuesday, May 19th. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Coming up, we're going to talk about those who sacrifice their lives for the faith. Of course, Memorial Day, we honor uh, men and women who sacrifice for the country and, and uh, many others, but uh, also on Memorial Day, we can also think about this in, in the realm of our faith. So we're going to talk to Adam's story about that coming up today at about, uh, well, just about a few minutes. Uh, Jean Wells, host of Straight Talk, going to preview her 10 o'clock show this morning. And at 7.45, second half hour, we welcome in Jason Everett, Catholic author and chastity speaker, founded Totus Tuus Press and Chastity project they've got a catholic love life conference it's going to be coming up uh here this weekend and they're going to be promoting that 70 speakers uh i I was going to be a part of it unfortunately i just i couldn't um and i apologize to him for that just got a few things that i'm trying to finish up here but uh, jason everett's going to come on to really promote this and hopefully get you guys involved in this uh, first of its kind love life chastity conference virtual by the way i got to make sure continue to say virtual because uh, yes it will be uh, will be online mark amadeo with your news in sports weather straight from the desk of channel 13 meteorologist megan selba will have your saint of the day uh, also what's happening in rome right now as uh, uh, catholics are rejoicing all over the place there public masses have resumed and give you kind of some of the details there right there uh, in our own homeland as Catholics. So we'll have uh, we'll have that on coming up as well. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we, we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Tuesday to you. How are you doing on this uh, second day of the week? Huh? Doing fine this morning. Yes, I uh, was hoping for a little sun this morning, but not yet. No, we're kind of bogged down by a storm system that starts on the East Coast, a little uh, tropical storm they have out there called Arthur off the North Carolina coast. You've been out to North Carolina. You've been out there near, nearly during a hurricane, haven't you? And Anyway, it's got the whole uh, system all, weather system all bogged down. We are just bogged down in claw, clouds and drizzle this morning. Yeah, South Carolina, and I was in uh, Hurricane Bertha when that was. I, I, could, That's I right. couldn't say the exact uh, date, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was something to be seen. Yeah, you had to evacuate, uh, I believe, uh, where you guys were at. I think you were, were you vacationing at that Myrtle time? Myrtle Beach, and uh, we had we got there, and right away had to evacuate. Well, we 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 were evacuating, and then we're helping people kind of put sandbags down and stuff for a day, and then uh, ended up getting out of there. It was it was one to remember. I'm sure it was. That's the way to time your vacations, John. Uh, you know, take uh, once you take a cruise on a cruise ship during hurricane season, and um, 
you know, vacation on the East Coast during uh, the other part of hurricane season. That's just great timing. Well, the Iowa Catholic Radio cruise years ago, and this was a number of years ago, uh, some, some of the listeners might have been on that, but we went to the Dominican Republic, uh, and when we left the Dominican Republic, that's when the Haitian earthquake happened, um, and we felt it on the on the water so much so that they had to close off all the cabins we had to just stay inside because the boat was moving so much from the from that uh, uh earthquake so it was bad <laughs> my goodness yeah. i don't know about uh traveling with you at travel, times. come my on on vacation no travel well, no wonder you travel by yourself when uh, we're not in this pandemic. There's a reason for that. Your family stays back, and so do we. Earthquakes and hurricanes, that's that's what I'm bringing. <laughs> My goodness. I forgot about that. I remember the uh, Iowa Catholic Radio uh, cruise. I do remember that. Now, I was never invited because uh, I just was never invited, but uh, I, I couldn't get that, uh, that invitation. Well, but, you never know. Maybe oh, there'll goodness. be another one in the future. We'll see. <laughs> We hope so. That would be awesome. All right. Well, right now from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have light drizzle, cloudy skies. We had this same thing yesterday, 52 degrees right now, now a northeast wind at 10 miles per hour. Today we're going to just see mostly cloudy skies, a high of 68 degrees. We may see the sun uh, peak out later on this afternoon. North winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour throughout the day. Tonight, mostly cloudy, overnight low of 50. 7 degrees, and then tomorrow, partly cloudy, dry, high of 69 degrees. Thursday, more of the same, partly cloudy with a high of 73. And on Friday, showers and thunderstorms back in the forecast. That'll be later in the day with a high of 75 degrees. Well, in the news on this uh, Tuesday morning, the Iowa Department of Transportation plans to release an updated proposal by the end of this month that reduces the number of full-service interstate rest areas in the state of Iowa that are targeted for closing. Uh, and that's from 11 down to 8. Now, the Iowa Department uh, of Transportation spokesperson says they used public input and did more, uh, some more study of the rest areas and truck parking to come up with a revised cut list. Now, the Iowa DOT says they've got a lot of public feedback after the original plan came out, which led to their decision to keep three rest areas open. A new plan goes from closing 16 parking-only rest areas along uh, Iowa's interstates to only closing 10. The Iowa DOT did a study on the 38 rest areas in Iowa to decide which ones will close. The Iowa DOT will release more uh, release information from their proposal before the end of this month, and they will get more input before bringing the final proposal to the Iowa Department of Transportation Commission. Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print, and really no change. A decision about Iowa's two summer high school sports, baseball and softball, will be made by Governor Reynolds by the end of this month. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, some light drizzle, 52 degrees, a northeast wind at 10 miles per hour, and today we will see mostly cloudy skies. The sun may peak through later on this afternoon with a high of 68 degrees, north winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour throughout the day. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Tuesday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up. Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center.
Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Accident-free as we start things off this morning. Got not a bad morning to get things on the way again. Uh, lots of construction, though, to be aware of as you are out and about today. And a reminder that uh, they are doing a pretty major construction piece on Martin Luther King Jr. Parkway, which started yesterday. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, John. Memorial Day coming up. I know it uh, has a special significance for you, of course, as you served in the, the nation's military. But we're talking this morning about a little parallel for those that have also sacrificed for our faith. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is it's a beautiful, beautiful holiday. And uh, having served in the military, you know, I always think about uh, the men and women that I served with. But uh, it is a way where we, you know, we honor those who have sacrificed uh, out of love for their home, you know, people who have given their lives, um, people who have sacrificed uh, protecting us, protecting our home. Uh, but there's a connection to, you know, when we think about uh, as Catholics and us who have received this treasure of the faith, uh, to think about uh, those people who have gone before us who have sacrificed uh, for the home of our faith, you know, for our spiritual home. And, you know, I think about all the people, I mean, this is part of our relationship with the saints, but even in our own families, uh, the people who have given of themselves, the people who have uh, sacrificed so that this faith, this treasure might be passed on to us, uh, Memorial Day is an is it's opportunity to recall that, too, and to, you know, just be grateful for uh, the gifts that we've received because of the sacrifices of others. Was there a Catholic chaplain available to you while you served? Uh, so we did have, uh, we didn't, our battalion didn't have a Catholic priest, but there were priests overseas. And, uh, you know, I've actually thought about that too during this time of pandemic. Yeah. Usually when I was overseas, we would see a priest about once every maybe six weeks or so and have the opportunity to have your confession heard, uh, uh, be a part of the Mass, receive the Eucharist. And uh, so, you know, there's, there was another time in my life where the Eucharist was, uh, was distant. But, um, uh, but we knew that Christ was with us even when, you know, we couldn't receive Him every week. I think of Father Kautsky right now. Absolutely. You know, and there's, that was a part of Father Kautsky's response to, to join the military is because there is a tremendous need, you know. Uh, that's spiritual care and that spiritual support is so vital uh, and is such a gift. You know, I remember, uh, and when we would have chaplains of any denomination show up at our base, we would, I would seek them out because uh, there were so few opportunities to, to pray together, uh, to study scripture together, uh, of course, few opportunities for the Mass. So chaplains are just a profound gift. Uh, to walk with men and women in really difficult circumstances. What was faith like uh, with the guys that you served? Um, well, so in my unit, we had, um, I would say most of the people uh, maybe didn't have an an active faith, but they had a kind of spiritual sense. And I think, you know, serving in that climate kind of can awaken your spiritual sense. But um 
No, I remember my second deployment, there was five of us, and one, another one was a Catholic, another was a devout uh, Protestant Christian, and the three of us would pray together, the three of us would talk about Scripture together. Uh, and the other men in the unit, you know, they were supportive and, and happy to have it happen. They weren't that interested, but, uh, you know, there's places where you find where you can continue to grow in your faith, even in the midst of, of any walk of life, really. And, of course, as you going back, you were saying um, those who sacrifice for the faith, and that that's not just martyrs here, uh, those who gave the ultimate sacrifice, of course, and we talk about them a lot in the Church, as we should. Pope Francis talks about them a lot, and, and we, we recall their stories, but, you know, there, there's also another sense of martyrdom, those who, who have uh, died to themselves uh, for their children, um, uh, for their families as well. I mean, I, I can think of numerous examples in my own life of people that sacrifice so much just so I could, you know, ha- have this faith. Yeah, and, you know, I think it's important to make those connections to where has this become real in my own life? You know, I think about, and all of these examples are still living, but I think about my mom and dad and, you know, watching my mom's dedication and in, in living her faith and in passing that on to us kids and Think about my dad who worked himself to the bone to provide for us and to support us as a family. And, you know, I think about, too, a priest of our diocese, Father John Acree, when I was in high school. Uh, that's when I first got to know him. And just a profound example of this is a man who's joyfully seeking holiness. And that really changed me. You know, that really affected me. And these examples, the sacrifices that they've made, uh, the dedication that they've shown in their own life has been a part of what I've received, the gift that I've received, that, you know, now I'm called to try to pass on to others as well. Schooling played a big part, uh, you know, for me. My, my parents didn't have a lot of money at all, but, you know, they, they sacrificed so that I could have a, a Catholic education. Dowling Catholic meant and still means so much to me, you know, just coming to know the faith in a, in a deeper way there. Uh, towards the end, and, and it was really just a, a beautiful time. I think of the, the homeschooling family right now. Some may think, well, oh, how's homeschooling a sacrifice? Do it for three days, and you'll know. And many of you <laughs> many of you have realized that uh, right now, of course, during this time, uh, the sacrifices that people want to give their, their kids. I mean, just across the gamut, it, it's just incredible to look back and see. It is, absolutely. And when you, when you begin to reflect on it and see the sacrifices uh, that have been made for us, uh, you feel called to share your gifts with others. You know, I always think of uh, Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, without cost you have received, without cost you are to give. And, you know, to think about how much each of us, every one of us have received uh, individually, uh, we can think about, all right, now we're called to give that and to pass that on and to serve others. That's it. Uh, Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Have yourself a good Memorial Day next Monday. Hey, amen. You too. Talk to you soon, brother. Uh, All right. Coming up, second half hour, friends, we'll have Jean Wells. She's going to preview her 10 o'clock show. And Jason Everett uh, coming up at 745, Catholic author and chastity speaker. He's given a uh, Catholic Love Life uh, virtual conference. That is going to be uh, taking place this weekend. We'll give you all the details of how you can get signed up for that as well. All right. Don't go anywhere, friends. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is a Tuesday.
Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design. Talk about a veteran, our veterans. Uh, this is a Catholic-owned vet, by a veteran family. Excuse me. Five Sons Naturescapes. Thank you again for underwriting the show. Passionate about providing natural solutions, creating a lush and full landscape for customers to enjoy for many, many years. Passion for a beautiful-looking landscape is what drives this Catholic family. Honesty and integrity comes first. 493-1060. FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. That's FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at CindySchulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools. And 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Hi, this is Deacon Tony Valdez, Program Director of Iowa Catholic Radio. We want to thank you for your support. And right now, we ask that you continue to support Iowa Catholic Radio. Due to the crisis of COVID-19, we are seeing extra expenses because of the outbreak. We want to assure you that we will continue our mission. We are in this together and are here for you. Would you consider a gift of $33 or any amount you can provide? Give now at iowacatholicradio.com slash donate. Thank you. Oh God, you're my deliverer. But Pope Francis has officially now, this is big news coming out of the Vatican yesterday on the 100th anniversary of John Paul II's birth, he has officially decreed that St. Faustina Kowalska's feast day be added to the Roman calendar as an optional memorial to be celebrated by all, the Universal Church, on October 5th. Um, This coming out of the Congregation for Divine Worship as they issued the decree, uh, again, on the 100th anniversary of the birth of St. John Paul II. I think we can see the connection 
connection there as he canonized St. Faustina uh, in the year 2000 on April 13th, making her the first saint of the new millennium. Uh, The decree said that Pope Francis had taken the step in response to petitions from pastors, religious men and women, and associations of the faithful, and, quote, having considered the influence exercised by the spirituality of St. Faustina in different parts of the world. Yes, a great devotion to this great saint of ours. Uh, More on National Catholic Register. Uh, You can find more information on that, but I think that's a, a great, yes, now officially added to the uh, uh, Roman calendar as an optional memorial for the universal church. Well, as um, we still kind of experience a slowing, again, light at the end of the tunnel here, uh, movement towards uh, opening the country again, and, and of course doing so safely and, and slowly right now, uh, Rome, who is uh, ahead of us in this, um, they are rejoicing, many Catholics now, because uh, public masses are beginning to resume and uh, safety precautions are being put in place. I have a friend over in Italy and I was uh, watching uh, his Facebook the other day and c- kind of communicating with him a little bit. And uh, he was standing in line for St. Peter's Basilica. And, uh, you know, I've, I've stood in that line many a times over the years and, and standing in the line now looks a little bit different. They've got a lot of different tape uh, down to, to keep people six feet apart as they stand in line. Uh, masks, of course, are required to go into St. Peter's and many other churches. Uh, they will take your temperature. They have to take your temperature before you walk into St. Peter's Basilica. Uh, so you see different volunteers that are doing that um, there. And I do say volunteers, many of which are, are not getting paid, but uh, see the value in, in opening up and wanting to, to keep things uh, safe there. Uh, and it really is, it kind of gave me a little bit of hope, you know, for what we will be able to experience someday. And uh, of course, you know, we're, we're behind them. So, you know, this all, they, they kind of advanced a a lot quicker and further than we did. So now uh, they're kind of at that stage that uh, we, we hope to get to uh, soon. You know, you never know what, what's going to happen, but taking those necessary precautions right now, at least, uh, with phase one in many different counties that the bishop has opened. And, of course, Polk and Warren and other counties here are just not safe to open yet, so we're not able to do that. But uh, I, I, the day will come. And we will celebrate uh, just like many others are. I know there's a, a Catholic family over there from the United States that was interviewed by Catholic News Agency. I was reading, and she was just talking about you know even her kids. She's got a three year old that just uh, was so excited to go receive, or not receive, but go pray with Jesus, uh, quote unquote. I think that was a quote. I get to go pray with Jesus at, at Holy Mass, uh, and and other families there. You know, for the past two weeks pulling this thing up here for the past two weeks quote our children especially are not typically pious three-year-old twins have been increasingly discontented with virtual mass and we're begging to go to mass to pray with jesus there it is and uh yes this is an american family that lives over there and you know my my daughter gianna she um she when she was a little bit younger now she's a lot better um but when she was a little bit younger she was not the best at mass uh, I I carried her out many a times uh, for just being very distracted, and uh, you know, at times I remember that that was not fun. Uh, but she has just been so excited to get back, you know, itching to get back, and, and you know, it's going to be different. She's not going to be able to dunk, you know, four, uh, 
a third of her arm into the holy water font at, at St. Pius like she likes to do uh, for the time being. But just getting back in community again, I think, will, will be so good for our kids and our families. And, and the reason I, I share that is just to give a little bit of hope right now. You know, again, light is at the end of the tunnel, and uh, we want to make sure to keep people safe right now. But reading stories like this out of Rome uh, and being there, you know, so many times, it just was something that filled my heart. And I wanted to share it with all of you this morning as we continue to to pray and make our way uh, toward the ultimate goal. And that is, of course, of, of seeing Jesus again. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I want to take this opportunity to commend all of those right now that are working on that here in the Diocese of Des Moines. Of course, our bishop, but, but he would say he's not the only one. Uh, Adam Story, who I just had on, many that are prudently making decisions right now in the best interest of all of us and keeping us safe. And uh, I think that's just a beautiful thing. So we want to make sure to to really thank them when, when you can, because, you know, there's a lot of, of moving parts behind the scenes with all of this and things that we don't know, people that they're talking to and keeping updated on on a regular basis. And as we've said before, this is harder on them, I think, than it is on, on many of us. Because uh, they've got to balance everything, you know. We're just kind of right now sitting back and not able to to do a lot when it comes to our faith, or at least to receive uh, Jesus in the Eucharist or go to Mass. But at the same time, the, the movers and shakers behind the scenes that are working so diligently and hard uh, should be commended. And, and I, I like doing that on this show. And here at Iowa Catholic Radio, we support those in that position 100%. So you can go to catholicnewsagency.com, read the story of the family if you need a little bit of hope uh, of what's happening over there in Rome. I, of course, I I had to uh, postpone my own Rome trip, uh, so that was a a very difficult decision that was made. I take a a group to Rome every year, but that was was a tough one, you know, to be able to make, but we'll... um, We'll do it again next year, just as many, many different pilgrimages to the Holy Land and others that that have had to postpone throughout this time. All right, uh, coming up here in the second half hour, we'll talk to Jean Wells, host of Straight Talk, and a preview of her 10 o'clock show, uh, Jason Everett, a Catholic author and chastity speaker. He's been on the show numerous times. They got a Catholic Love Life virtual conference. Thousands of people, I want to say tens of thousands of people, uh, have signed up for this already, and, and hopefully you can be one of those. It's free this weekend, and then there's a premium pass I know you can purchase if you would like, but we'll have all the information for you coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on this Tuesday. Even plenty of time for Jason, because I'll tell you, that guy's got a lot of information. Good stuff. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Uh, Doc, Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman, founders of Blessman International in 2001, and they've been at it. Boy, they, they hit the ground running full steam ahead, and look at the people and the help that they've been able to provide in the province of Limpopo, South Africa, and continuing to do so, albeit in some creative ways, right now. We support you, and thank you for supporting us. BlessmanInternational.org, that is BlessmanInternational.org. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Now I am going to the one who sent me, and not one of you asks me, Where are you going? But because I told you this, grief has filled your hearts. But I tell you the truth, it is better for you that I go. For if I do not go, the Advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world in regard to sin and righteousness and condemnation. Sin because they do not believe in me, righteousness because I am going to the Father, and you will no longer see me, condemnation because the ruler of this world has been condemned. The Gospel of the Lord As Jesus prepares the disciples for his ascension into heaven, 
were left with the question of how it could be that it's better for the Holy Spirit to be with them rather than Jesus himself. If Jesus has a body, he's bound by space, while the Holy Spirit without a body can be present to many people in many places at the same time. Doing so allows the gospel to spread more quickly, which is a need of the church that hasn't changed much in the last 2,000 years, as sinners were in constant need of conviction and the reminder that salvation can be had. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe. Thank you for joining me, John Lee Nettie, in the morning, right here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Jason Everett coming up, second half hour. Looking forward to talking to him about the Catholic Love Life virtual conference and Gene Wells' host of Straight Talk. If I can get to it, there was a great piece that was done on Religion Unplugged of uh, John, on John Paul II. Again, yesterday is what would have been his 100th birthday. Uh, but it was called Six Amazing Facts About the Pope's Life. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to it, but I'll try to get to a few today as well. want to leave plenty of time for Jason. He's a fun guest. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. St. John Paul II, Deacon Tony, was uh, uh, the first non-Italian elected pope in how many years? Do you know? Um, you don't know? <laughs> Let's see. Um, I'd say 200 years. 455 years. Ah. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I, I would have said 200 years, too. My uh, my grandfather was so angry when uh, John... Oh, Palmer, really? Oh, he was furious. I, I hear stories about that. And well, I I found it interesting that when he came out on onto the, you know, um, when he was elected and came out, the Italian people go... El straniero, a stranger. It's yeah. not a countryman, you right. know. Right. I mean, right. my my grandfather. He my my grandmother told me. I mean, it, it was just unheard of. I mean, four hundred and fifty five years of Italian pope. You got that's a streak. I mean, that is a streak right there. <laughs> and for that to end, and my grandfather, it just it was a different world. It it, it wasn't supposed to be. It was like sure. dogma that the pope was. <laughs> this is a doctrine, you know. Here that, that the pope was going to be Italian, but my grandfather fell in love with him over the course of his life. That's the that's the neat part of the story. And my, my grandfather just absolutely loved him. And uh, it was a, a beautiful thing, my grandma said, to be able to see. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. 
and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning once again, John. That's a pretty good story. I forgot all about that. Yeah, 455 years. And then it all came to an end, and then we had the, the well, the neighborhood civil war, I think, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that was going it, on. It'll probably be another. Discussions. It'll probably be another 455 years before we actually have another <laughs> Italian pope. God says, we're done with you guys for now, all right? Let, let's, uh, let's, let's go a different direction. <laughs> you can still be in Rome, but uh, we're yeah, going to have a different pope yeah. from different countries there, yeah. I remember a little bit of that. Uh, lots of discussion. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. I mean, again, it was, it was just kind of unheard of uh, for that to happen. So Italians, they, they took great pride in that. You know, that was their, that was their post at the Vatican there. <laughs> I have a few stories about a couple of Italian priests that I remember uh, we talked about. Uh, oh, boy, it's been going way back. Well, you're bringing up some great stuff today. Yeah. Maybe we could have a trivia contest on here. I got a few that we could have on the line for that. I got some good ones here. I got some good ones. That's awesome. That is awesome. All right. Well, it's Tuesday. It's cloudy. I don't, the golfers are going to be a little wet this morning because mm. it's damp out and you got to have a sweatshirt on. Not a fun day to golf, but it is a good day to get out and get some exercise before it warms up this weekend. Memorial Day weekend, a three-day weekend coming up. Maybe Thursday. I, I don't like golfing on the weekend because the price essentially doubles. So if I go golfing, I like to do it like on a Thursday or a Friday counts as a weekend. So uh, we'll see. Sure. I might, I might get a That's little a social idea. distant golfing and uh, haven't been for a few weeks. Yeah, Wednesday or Thursday, tomorrow and Thursday would be uh, two pretty good days. Friday's supposed to rain. And then, of course, the weekend is, as you said, John, it's, uh, <laughs> it, the price goes up and uh, so does the amount of golfers on the, the courses uh, during, those, uh, during those days. Yes, it does. All right. Let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have cloudy skies, some light drizzle in the area, 52 degrees, a northeast wind at 10 miles per hour. Today, we will see mostly cloudy skies throughout the day. Might see a peak of the sun later on this afternoon. Today's high 68 degrees with north winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, cloudy skies, overnight low of 57 degrees. And tomorrow, partly cloudy and dry, high of 69 for your Wednesday, Thursday, partly cloudy, a high of 73 degrees. And Friday, isolated showers and thunderstorms, mainly late in the day for your Friday, a high of 75 degrees. Well, in the news on this uh, Tuesday morning, the Iowa Department of Transportation plans to release an updated proposal by the end of this month that reduces the number of full-service interstate rest areas in the state of Iowa that are targeted for closing from 11 down to 8. Now, the Iowa DOT spokesperson says that uh, they used public input and did some more study of the rest areas and truck parking to come up with the revised cut list. Now, the Iowa DOT says they've got a lot of public feedback after the original plan came out, which led to the decision to keep three rest areas open. The new plan uh, goes from closing 16 parking-only rest area sites to only closing 10. The Iowa DOT did a study on the 38 rest areas in the state of Iowa to decide which ones to close. Now, the Iowa DOT will release a new proposal before the end of this month, and we'll get more input bringing the final proposal to the Iowa Transportation Commission. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print, and uh, really no change. A decision about Iowa's two high school summer sports, baseball and softball, 
will be made by the end of this month by Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, some light drizzle in the area, 52 degrees, a northeast wind at 10 miles per hour, and today we'll see mostly cloudy skies, could see a peak of the sun later in the afternoon. Today's high 68 degrees with north winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Tuesday morning. John Leonetti Show, and coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still looking good. We are accident-free as we continue with that drive-in this morning. And uh, traffic starting to pick up just a little bit so far this week. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. It's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Out of 195 countries, Deacon Tony, how many... Out of 195 countries, did John Paul II visit? What's your best guess? Oh, I can't hear you. Around 150? 129. 129. 700,000 miles logged. That's some frequent flyer miles. That (laughs) is some frequent flyer miles. Uh, More, he was seen in person uh, by more people than any other person in history seen in person uh in may of 2001 during his second trip to the middle east just four months after september 11th happened here in the united states john paul ii became the first pope to ever enter a mosque Uh, these are some interesting facts of john paul ii as we uh, celebrate a hundred years for him of course he was a great actor and playwright yes you know if he loses his luggage what does he wear what does he wear that's the question (laughs) seen a target (laughs) Yeah. Uh, of course, it, the, the world will remember uh, May 13th, 1981, when the Pope survived uh, the assassination attempt. And of course, he credits that to Our Lady of Fatima, putting the bullet uh, that was taken from him, just min- missing by a centimeter, uh, which would have killed him, the doctor said. And he, of course, uh, credits Our Lady of Fatima for guiding that bullet away. Uh, and that bullet now still sits in the crown of Our Lady of Fatima in Fatima, Portugal. How many languages did he speak? Eight. Twelve. In addition to Polish, Latin, Italian, Spanish, Portuguese, French, English, German, Ukrainian, Serbo-Croatian, Slavic, and Esperanto. Wow. That's incredible. I guess I'm not going to make the bonus round today. (laughs) I wouldn't either, man. I mean, well, I won't be coming back next week. I, I actually guessed six for the languages when I when I first was uh, looking at it, but twelve languages uh, appeared both in Yankee Stadium, Madison Square Garden. I mean, just so much uh, for John Paul II. You could just movie after movie, books after books have been written for. This and I think he came to Iowa. He came to Des Moines, yeah. Iowa. I mean, again, it. Uh, my parents were there. Were you there? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I was. You remember that day. Let's go to your saint of the day. 
This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today's saint is not the type that leaves writings to ponder or performed large miracles for the conversion of souls, but he demonstrated the small beauty of God's presence in our lives. You go from John Paul II to Saint Theophilus of Courtier. He was born of rich and noble parents, but he gave up that life to become a Franciscan and discovered a love of solitude and prayer in which he never looked back. He founded a variety of retreat houses in Western Mediterranean. He became famous for his preaching and missionary efforts. Theophilus developed a devotion to the service of God's people in the confessional, in the sick room, which really were kind of like smaller hospitals at the time, and at the gravesite. He would try to shine a light on suffering and bring God's healing to wounds of the physical, emotional, and spiritual person. Theophilus himself was never completely healthy. At the age of 64, he died, worn out by his continual missionary efforts for God. St. Theophilus, pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, a family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is. He underwrites our saint of the day, 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Let's go to Gene Wells, host of Straight Talk. Hi, Gene. Good morning, John. Good morning to you. Uh, what do we got coming up on your show today? Well, okay. Have you heard of the new evangelization? I feel like that's a familiar term. You're going to have to keep me up to date on that. Inform me (laughs) on this. You know, I've got Justin White and John Wynn joining me today. And they are both with the Diocese of Des Moines. They're both in, you know, um, catechesis and evangelization, John, with, with the faith journey. But, you know, it just struck me that with this coronavirus thing, we finally are in the new evangelization hmm. after 50 years. Interesting. I mean, haven't we really just been kind of reinventing the wheel the last 50 years? I mean, we've been doing things a little different here and there, but all of a sudden, we have been pushed into a new and different way of spreading the faith. And so we're going to talk about this, both from them personally, how they have personally drawn on their faith during this time in a new and different way. Some of the unique things that they have seen, there's been so many new and interesting things happening within our diocese. And then also the things within their own work, what are they doing and how they're doing their work differently in order to, to really do this new evangelization. Sounds good to me. Sounds interesting. That's coming up at yeah. 10 o'clock this morning, 10 o'clock in the evening. If you miss it, all of Straight Talk's uh, shows are on podcasts at iowacatholicradio.com. During this time, you can, uh, you can uh, what do they say, uh, 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 not stream them, but binge, binge stream if you can, uh, maybe on a run <laughs> or a walk or a drive. Gene Wells, host of Straight Talk. Talk to you soon, Gene. God bless. All right. Coming up right after this, Jason Everett, Catholic author, chastity speaker. He's going to be talking about the Catholic Love Life Virtual Conference. It's going to be taking place this weekend for free. There will be a premium package uh, as well that you can purchase to have the talks forever. But uh, the conference itself this weekend is free. So if you want to get on board with that, we'll have Jason Everett right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show today.
And thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Quality, not just the customer service, the commitment to quality of workmanship and materials and equipment next to none. Originally founded in 1999, 20 years in business, GoldenRulePHC.com. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. Good morning. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Tuesday, May 19th. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Happy birthday to Father Nilo Lido. Father Lido is among our retired priests. Catholic Youth Camp has canceled its summer program this year for the safety and well-being of campers and staffers alike. Check out the online video that explains the reasoning and how the St. Thomas More Center will be busy getting ready for next year's CYC. As school wraps up for students and teachers, administrators are beginning a new project. They're collaborating on developing several options for how our students will return to school in August. As a team, they'll be working on the Return to Learn program. Please keep them in your prayers. Our school leaders have done outstanding work in getting our kids back to learning right after spring break, and they've been at it ever since. This Thursday is another virtual gathering of Faith Superheroes. This five-part series on Zoom is an opportunity to share and learn about encountering Christ in our own homes. This week's discussion is facilitated by Adam Story, who directs the Diocese Marriage and Family Life Ministry. Watch the Diocese Facebook page for registration information. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know when you support Iowa Catholic Radio, you can make your donation go farther by asking your employer about matching gifts. Ask your employer about matching gifts, and thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction. Dream Dirt's online equipment auction, Farm Bid, is an online auction house for farm machinery. We take your equipment photos and information and create listings for our customers to make it as easy as possible to get started selling machinery online. And each item is advertised individually to get the most exposure. Bidding happens 24-7 at bid.dreamdirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. Well, I got to the gym yesterday. Oh, yeah. Going to be a few weeks now to rest up before I go back. But, uh, yeah, it felt good to get back in the back in the gym. Kind of created my own little home gym downstairs. One of the things that I've probably missed the most, one of the many things that I've missed the most during this time is my basketball guys. Man, played three times a week and doesn't look like in the foreseeable future, at least right now, we're going to get back to that. But one of my friends, Dean Bell, underwrites this show, one of the four major underwriters. Thank you, Dean. Bell Construction, residential reroofs for the last 30 years, 963-4494. He's staying busy, 963-4494. Let's go to our next guest. He is Catholic author, chastity speaker, founder of Totus Tuus Press and Chastity Project. Jason Everett joins me. 
Hello, brother. Hey, thanks for having me on. Well, thanks I for coming. I got to hit the on. gym yesterday as well. That Did you really? Great. Now, where are you? Where are you calling oh, from yeah. again? From Arizona, my home gym in the garage in Arizona was <laughs> nearing its end anyway. Get a little toasty out here. I'll tell you, man. I bet. Um, Catholic Love Life Virtual Conference is going to be taking place. Let me ask you this, um, because I think sometimes people can be confused. So I just want to kind of set our terms here. What does chastity mean? Yeah, chastity does not mean abstinence. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does not mean celibacy. Celibacy means the, the state of not being married. Abstinence means refraining from intercourse. Chastity means using the gift of our sexuality according to God's plan for our life, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're free. And it's that purity, not just of our body, but of, of our hearts, of our intentions. And so it's a virtue that all of us need to practice because it's it frees us to love through that gift of self-mastery and self-control. You wrote a book on John Paul II. Um, was he probably your greatest influence in this? Oh, no no question. His book, Love and Responsibility, was monumental for me. Just reading that was such an eye-opener of him explaining how chastity can only be thought of in association with the virtue of love. That it's not prudishness or precious impression. You know, it frees us to love. When did that hit you? I mean, when, when did that really change or take root in your life? In college. that That's when it opened my eyes. And I think it was partly because of his great love for college students and how much of his life he poured in to them. But it was during that time, leading high school retreats and doing crisis pregnancy counseling, beginning to see that what he wrote was really an antidote to our times right now and how much suffering we're going through. It was an antidote to so much of that suffering to learn what real love is supposed to look like. Now, have, have you? did you need a translator to read um, the theology of the body? Because, man, I'm, most theologians, from what I hear, don't even understand that fully. We're going to be unpacking that for hundreds of years. Yeah, no, I mean, that that's pretty dense stuff. I mean, the 100-page the introduction to the book itself, <laughs> I think, needs an introduction. So, but it, but it, it, it's dense, but mining through it is so rewarding. You know, you just find these gems. Um, I mean, you could sit there on a paragraph for quite some time. Uh, you know, we ended up writing the book Theology of the Body in one hour uh, to help people to unpack that. What did uh, your life look like before the coronavirus, all of this hit? Oh, boy. <laughs> a little different. <laughs> given 150 high school assemblies. I was scheduled last week to go to Guatemala, Canada, two weeks before that to go to Guatemala. And typically it's every other week you're hitting all these high schools around America and then now just upended. And mm-hmm. instead of me teaching everybody else's kids, I have to teach my own kids. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, this, this is harder, you know. And, uh, and so all of a sudden started homeschooling six of our eight kids. And uh, so pretty much been turned upside down real fast. How do you promote, uh, a, I don't want to say a culture, but uh, a culture, well, I'll just use that word for lack of better terms, of chastity in your own family? Well, I, I think the most important thing parents often overlook is that you can't teach what you're not practicing. You know, do I trust God with my own body? Do I trust him with planning our family? And, you know, when it comes to, you know, what I'm looking at online and, you know, the, the way that I look at other people, it starts with, am I willing to practice this myself? And if I am, then I think kids will more easily practice it. And I think beyond that is, you know, Internet safety, you know, making sure we've got the phones on lockdown and, you know, the TV and the different access points that all this garbage seems to be trying to get into the house. And just trying to be computer literate, and on top of all that stuff, we have covenant eyes on all the devices in our house to keep the kids safe as well. So just trying to be vigilant, um, you know, because the world is not ashamed to talk to our kids about a distorted idea of sexuality, so we can't be ashamed to talk about the good news and the truth of it. It's going to be difficult. I mean, you know, we're up against the world here. 
Yeah, but but we got God on our side, and he's a little bit bigger. So in the so. end, I think the truth wins because the, the heart is made for love. Your mind is made for the truth, and I think chastity offers you both. And the key is you don't wait till your kid's kind of 13 to drop some chastity bomb on them. When do I give them the talk? It's like, no, this is a, a lifetime conversation. you got to start early and often with what's age-appropriate and then build up to it in time instead of thinking you just got to do one talk and that's going to seal the deal. I'm excited for this weekend. Let's talk about it. You've got the Catholic Love Life Virtual Conference that's going to be taking place. Uh, already thousands of people have signed up for this. What is it exactly? Yeah, we're at about 15,000 right now, and so it's a virtual conference of more than 70 speakers who are all going to be giving free presentations uh, on human love, whether you're a married couple, a parent wanting to communicate the message of teen, maybe your marriage is struggling, maybe you need to break free from pornography. It's also for teenagers, for single young adults, for singles that aren't so young adults. And we have different tracks that people can take. And everything, as I said, is free. Um, it's this weekend. If you want to become a Premium Pass member, then you can get unlock all this additional content and keep all the content, study guides, kinds of things like that. But you don't need that. You can do the whole thing for free. And it's just going to be a remarkable event. But we did the premium passes. 70-something talks is a lot to digest in one weekend, and some people are going to want to keep all the stuff for good. Um, but, yeah, you can just you can either Google Catholic Love Life Conference or just go to our website, chastity.com, and we're just asking the listeners, please spread the word about this, tell your pastors, blast it out on social media. Uh, we're hoping to get, who knows, maybe 50,000 people um, this weekend. And so it's just the Catholic Love Life Conference, and it's for everybody. It'd be pretty cool, man. I, I, I want to say, too, your work is not just presentations and when you're going out and, and speaking in high schools and uh, and churches. I mean, it, there's a lot of resources that you guys are giving um, to people all around the world as well that's that's doing great help. Anything else that you're doing inside of it that people can support or uh, can hop on board with and help with? Yeah, well, one, all, we make all of our resources $3 or less on the website when you get them in bulk. So that way, people who want to use these things to evangelize don't have to break the bank to do it. Yeah. So these books that would be $20 at a store, you get them for $3. Get them in bulk and give them to the confirmation kids. Give them out to the young adults. Give them out to the marriage prep couples. And so all that's at chassis.com. We just launched a website, uh, or I'm uh, not a website, we just launched a podcast called Love is Greater Than Lust. And that just came out last week. That's on the iTunes store and Spotify um, but all the stuff and, and also how people can donate, support the ministry, everything's available at chastity.com. Chastity.com slash conference is where you can go, but they'll, they'll be able to take you there once you go to chastity.com. Jason Everett, always a pleasure having you on, brother. Oh, thanks for having me on, John. Talk God to you bless. soon. That's Jason Everett, everyone, and just good stuff, man. He's been on that circuit now for a long time, helping so many people in this area of their life. and. Uh, just um, honestly, you see the fruits that are taking place. Chastity.com. All right, friends. Thank you so much for joining me today. I see, there's so many parallels here. You know, we were talking about John Paul II, Faustina, Chastity. I love it. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Make it a great day. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. We will run dry So living water flowing through
Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. 